Welcome back to Faded Truth. Uh, before you do anything, like, share, subscribe. And today the show is sponsored by We Boss Radio Network. Every Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific, make sure you're tuned in to the Music Attic Top 20 Countdown, where they spotlight some of the top independent music out today. So make plans to join Memphis Hollywood. Download the radio station or app by searching We Boss Radio Network. You can also listen online at webossradio.com. And today I have Ms. My Time McCubbin on the show. MMA superstar, hailing from Utah and now in Vegas. How you feeling today? I'm good, girl. I'm good. What's up, y'all? Thank you for having me on. So in Utah, um, what is there anything happening? Is that why you moved to Vegas? Because you wanted like a new scene? Because for me, when I think of Utah, I just think of like this random state. Never think about it. I don't even know Mormons. what time zone it's in. Yeah, and Mormons. <laughs> no, I mean, there ain't nothing going on in Utah. Uh, it's the, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, all my family's there, and I love my family to death. That's, if, it, if they weren't there, I would probably never go back. I mean, it is beautiful. Like, they have mountains, and it's right. green. But, I mean, it's like the same people doing the same shit, and everybody gets with everybody, too. So, it's just, it's like, it's it's, a, it's kind of a toxic place. Like, so, so, if anyone has any, any plans to move travel do anything do it get out of your comfort zone yes i think that everybody should leave their hometown at least not forever it doesn't have to be forever but i think at least once just to see what else is out there because there really is so much more when did you actually start fighting like were you actually fighting when you were like little were you a bad kid like how did you get into it <sighs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um i fought like all through school, I wasn't really like necessarily a bully, but um, <laughs> I felt like uh, I got I got picked on, and my mom just always told me, you know, somebody fucks with you, just do what you got to do, handle it, you know. Um, but it's so funny. One time, me and my mom were talking recently, actually, and she's like. I remember when you were little and you used to bring all the neighborhood girls over and you would you would make them all play fight with you on the trampoline and like you guys would like play fight like you guys were in a match or something and you'd be beating all the girls up and I'm like <laughs> they're like I don't want to go to her house anymore mom <laughs> I'm like that's kind of rude and she's like yeah you always had a weird thing for fighting and then you know like I always asked to be put into fighting but one it's expensive and two my mom wanted me to do like modeling things like that you mm -hmm. know be a girl dancing but i couldn't dance so that didn't last for long and then yeah once i hit junior high it's kind of when i started fighting more and then um i'd say like 16 years old high school is when i went from like fi fighting to like defend myself to just hanging with the wrong crowd and fighting just to fight you okay know? Yeah, gotcha. looking for fights. Right. And then what? at what point were you like, hmm, I fight so much on the street, I can do this professionally? I had went through like a rough patch probably when I turned like 18. It was just with the wrong people, doing the wrong things, got mixed up in all kinds of bad shit. And I was like, okay, I need something, you know, to pull me out of this. And I actually started CrossFit. It was great. I think I did it for like six months, but then it was like the passion left and I could like feel myself kind of... Um, drifting back to wanting to do what I was doing before and hang out with those people. Right. And then um, it was one night I was with my family and we were watching, it was like the Ronda Rousey era. She beat her in like 16 seconds and everybody was like, oh my God, you know, and we were all chilling, drinking, and I was just like, I can do that. I can fucking do that. All drunk, you know. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I can rousey this bitch. I, I can fight. I can fight. <laughs> and so that was like a, like I said, that was a Saturday. So by that next Monday, I went into my, the local gym in Utah. And um, literally that from that point forward, it was the rest of my life. But I will say, being a street fighter does not mean you can fight. <laughs> like, two completely different things. I went in there and I 
didn't know my head from my ass and I got my ass beat for months you know what I mean um I have heart I had heart but like it's just there's so much more that goes into fighting than just right knowing how to fight you know right so it's kind of different if you're like a professional or if you're just fucking up people on yeah. the street <laughs> a street fight normally lasts like a minute a minute and a half you know what I mean <laughs> and you're in the ring for like five rounds you're like yeah. fuck I didn't expect like minutes. <laughs> yeah exactly when you say that fighting saved your life what told you okay this is I'm gonna go down the wrong path even more if I don't do this like what put you at that place <sighs> I was in a really dark place and I had somebody, you know, offer me some, some drugs and I, I, you know, I took it and it's like, you like, everybody's like, you know, you really get addicted after one time and it's like, there are certain drugs that really are just like a one hitter, you know, like, right. and that was it for me. I like, lo- like just looked around completely, like my whole life, where I was at, um, the people around me. And like I said, now I go home and I see people kind of doing the same thing, you know, and it's like. What would I be doing if I didn't find fighting? I wouldn't have left. So fighting just pulled me out of that, and it, it gave me a purpose, like right. a reason to not do that shit, a reason to get out of Utah, a reason to be great, you know? I um, like that, because a lot of people say when they find their passion, they like that it's therapy for them, mm-hmm. or that they like found their purpose. And now they feel like they filled that void yeah. because I guess, you know, a lot of people that turn to different things like drugs and things like that, they're trying to fill that void. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, how, how you look at it? Mm-hmm. I used to. Not anymore. <clears throat> not anymore. That void's not there anymore. Like, I, I don't want that shit. I don't think about it. But, like, there's been times when I've had injuries and stuff and I've had to take a long time off. And I will slip not into drugs, but, like, I'll get into, like, drinking or, you know, just depressed and just right. doing stupid shit like that so it, it definitely does keep me on the straight and narrow but before it was like life or death straight and narrow type of wow. thing you know what i mean like without fighting it was like so off path i would go i could go fighting's brought so many good people to my life like it's, it's amazing it really is and you gotta surround yourself with people that have the same like goals and passions as you and yeah. even higher that way you excel you know and you always have somebody to look up to exactly and that makes you push harder and you're like okay i don't want to be doing this i want to be doing this like what are they doing yeah you know you got to have good people in your circle so it's good you have a good support system yes yes definitely so when was your first fight my first boxing fight was 25 january 2015 so and you start with boxing mm-hmm. it's my first love you know i had moved to another gym later on and i was going to continue just boxing but that was an mma gym and they were like you know why not move to mma and my whole plan was to like you know focus on boxing but at the time when i started women weren't really recognized in boxing they're definitely more so nowadays and it's just getting better but it's still not the same as mma like males and females in the boxing um, world like their pay is just levels different you so know what fucked I mean? up. and you're never going to really see a woman headline uh a box i know hard is it like a I, sexist thing? Like, is it like in a that's sense, how the world I guess. is? And like, it's just it's so no one's uproared this. I know there's fucking all right. these organizations. No one's been like, let bitches fight. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've been training for six years now, right? Yes. Where in Vegas do you train? I do my jujitsu at Jujitsu and Wrestling at Tenth Planet, 
Uh, I do my boxing at Big Shot Boxing with Mark Velarte. Uh, that's down in like Henderson. And then um, whenever I do go to get need like to get my MMA rounds, anything like that, I go to Extreme Couture. I just kind of have like a little group of uh, people that I train with, um, like Vance Elrod, Victor Lapari, uh, Octavian Trumbo. Be my boyfriend too. He helps too. But oh, yeah. nice. Is he? Uh, does he fight at all? Uh, he grew up in boxing. Yeah, he's okay. got sixty-seven boxing matches. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, he boxed his whole life. Um, How is that dating a fighter? Is it better or worse? Better. Okay. Way better. I. I mean, I think for a ma uh, a male fighter, it's easier to date a girl that's not a fighter. Obviously, you know. Um, I think a lot of guys actually prefer it. Female fighters are fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, any fighter's nuts. Yeah, I have to say. You There's gotta, something loose in your brain that you want to get hit in the face. Exactly. That's why I could never, like, be like, why don't you just try? I'm like, nope. Look, nope. To be want to, to be locked inside a cage with another human, yeah, you're fucked up. Because I'm scared I'm going to get, like, some permanent damage on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it heals. You know? It and heals. I'm like, well, I might be pretty for, like, 20 more years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine being with somebody that didn't fight because it there's a lot that goes into it you know what i mean especially when i have a fight we're dieting hard as shit like mm -hmm. we're not we're not we're not drinking we're not doing anything fun your mood is like mm, off yeah. you're just focused you know and like i think somebody that doesn't understand that um would have a hard time living that and then on top of it like it's a male dominant sport so mm -hmm. i'm constantly with males um you know i'm rolling around with dudes do they ever treat you differently because you're a female? Mm -mm. We ever felt that? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Nope. They That's good, though. Fuck us up. <laughs> well, we're not going to take it easy yeah, on you. Yeah. Like, punch to the face. <laughs> do you do crazy, like, sex moves because you, like, know jujitsu and shit? Like, do you, like, fucking scare him sometimes? Has he, has he ever been like, whoa, babe, I wasn't expecting that? <laughs> He's like, I wanted to choke you, now you choke me. <laughs> you know them dominant women. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. You're a 5'5 five five right now as an amateur. Yep. So that means you fought 10 amateur fights? Yes. Okay. If you could change anything about those fights, what would you work? Hmm. Have you like looked at something and said, okay, I need to work better on this now from this point forward is like... Yes. Uh-huh. Definitely. You train and you train and you train, but it's, it's one thing to train it and then to implement it in a fight because when you're fighting, it's kind of like... You know, you say you're going to do this and you're going to do that. But once the bell rings and you're fighting, it's like you're, you're fucking fighting. You're doing what your body is going to tell you to do, what your body... like, And that's why you want to... That's why we train so much because we want to have that repetition. But I've done boxing for so long. My, my, my mind always goes to standing, you know what right. I mean? So I would like to... Um, and I am working on it, is to just uh, be able to, my, my future, my next upcoming fights, like I really just want to implement my, my wrestling and my jujitsu, you know, show the world that um, I have that under my belt also. Nice. So yeah. be more versatile with it. So. Exactly. So what was your favorite W that you got? My favorite is probably my Utah State title fight. And uh, I won the Utah State title at 115. And it was cool because like, um, obviously that's my hometown, that's my home state. So it was like fucking awesome to go back there and do that. And it was like, it was history being made because for MMA, um, you don't really see state titles. You see titles. Um, and that's usually just the promotion that you're fighting for. It's you're their champion, right? but you don't really ever see like state champion. So that was new. It's, you know, legit as fuck. It's not just a little title. I'm, I am the Utah state champion at 115. Hey. Yes. <laughs> That was awesome.
lost until going. How'd you win? win? Was it a knockout? Like, what'd you do? No, we went five rounds, and that was that's another reason I loved it because it was my first five round fight, and I mean, I've only I've only ever fought three, and even as an amateur, title fights are usually three rounds. Pros, title fights are five. You gotta be five. Like, so tired, right? Yeah, and so this is my first five round fight. So like, just going into those championship rounds and fighting somebody who was like literally I beat the brakes off her and she did not quit like <laughs> broke her and like hurt like she looked like an avatar her face was so like swollen you know and she, she just wouldn't quit and so going into a fight with such a, a a dog you know and I mean my face was messed up too like my lip my um, my lips were bleeding like we it was it was a war you know and neither like because she grew up she's from Utah too and so like I think we were both like fighting willing, for that title willing to die in there like you know what I mean she had her kids there like we we're both putting it all on the line and so it was just it was an awesome experience to share with uh another warrior and um <coughs> being able to walk away at the W and um I sold like 300 tickets like like my entire family and just upbringing and everybody wow. was there and it was amazing yeah that's awesome 300 yeah okay <laughs> what was your favorite fight would you say it's that one the Utah one but like I said I had that other one that I really really liked this is my second fight and this was a straight banger it was in Boise Idaho and mm. the girl was like 3-0 and and she was actually going pro after this fight and um they were literally just calling me down there to go be get beat up you know I was gonna be kind of like her stepping stone and it was my first fight down to 115 too and at the time it seemed completely impossible because when I first started fighting I was like a, a gorla a chunky monkey you know what I mean like there's another reason <laughs> fighting saved my life it brought health to me it was, I think, such an important win because it was a gnarly camp. You know, I was literally running three miles in the morning and three miles at night on top of my fight training just so I could cut that weight. You know, she had beat her with her last opponent with uh, knees to the body. So that was kind of something we were worried about. And so we just drilled defending that. We drilled the offense to that. You know, me throwing knees um, a lot like that. And then uh, we knew she was a banger. So when we came out and she was she came, you know she was throwing she was throwing heat and she hit like a fucking ox i put her down twice in like the first 10 seconds and then she was able to recover and then she put me down in the first also so like can you just imagine three knockdowns in one round like the crowd was going fucking wild like the energy was so live wow i was in her territory you know what i mean it was just it was dope and then um the second round i was able to put her away so and destiny finally doing the smart thing and slowing this down Goes to hook her up to just start feeding her with the right hand. Not much connecting though. Good blood, knee to the stomach. Blood is flying right now. Blood is pouring. Don't oh, so you won? Yeah. Was, okay. She got. I got. She got stopped. Well, she <laughs> she verbally tapped. Oh, she verbally tapped. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. you can right. So you have like knockouts. Knockouts. You have like a mercy thing. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you can be like, "Give me the fuck out of here, <laughs> ref." <laughs> Damn. Damn, the coven. <laughs> do you have a ritual before you fight? Do you do anything special before you get in the ring? Um, How do you prepare? I, in the back, I take a nap. <laughs> I mean, I usually always fight kind of late, so I always have time to nap. And then... Um, you can nap before you fight? Oh, I try. <laughs> I close my eyes and just kind of like go into that world, you know? Go into that, that quiet um, world. I'm a snacker. I take my snacks, you know? I like to have my little snacks back there. And um, my biggest thing is we pray. Okay. Yeah. People... I don't think realize how serious fighting really is and there's a chance that you might not walk out of there so you always gotta pray for you and your opponent we want us to both go home safe to our families you know how do you separate the i'm i need to beat the shit out of this person to win but i don't hate them 
like how do you separate that like you don't feel bad right because like you know what I mean when your their face is gushing blood and mm-hmm. like shit's pouring out and their kids are watching them get beat the fuck up and you're like I gotta win yeah. you know what I mean like I don't know how I would how, how I would be able to balance that it's like a job so it's like mm-hmm. yeah I mean obviously I respect the person that's in front of me I try not to get like I don't really get friendly until after the fight you know when like at weigh-ins like <laughs> until after I beat the shit out yeah. you <laughs> to after what you know whatever sorry about your broken uh, nose anyway <laughs> but, you want to get a drink the next um, fight that you have coming do you have anything planned I don't have anything really set in stone I was asked to actually go back to Florida where I fought in October to fight how long does it prep so now say you want to do this in february do you have enough time to prep i mean yeah um i mean i'm training right now so like i'm you know i'm staying in shape i'm i'm working on all the holes i'm fixing the mistakes that i made in my last fight really okay you know, that's what i'm really working on and um when you're in fight camp you really don't get to work on just it like you you don't level up during fight camp you you just train for one purpose and one person you know and what's the how many weeks are you training um, a fight camp is uh, typically eight weeks. That's that's a great. That's a that's a perfect amount of time. And then, what's your diet like throughout those eight weeks? I count my macros when I'm in camp. Macros. <laughs> yeah, check it. You should check it out. Honestly, <laughs> I think you'd like it because you can like it's flexible. If say you have 180 grams of carbs for that day, and there's a cookie that's 40 grams of carbs, eat the fucking cookie, count it, and you still have 140 grams of carbs to eat that right. day. Right. So you know you're not depriving yourself of everything right is there any type of opponent that you're scared of or that puts any type of fear into you like that you don't want to fight uh no i mean i'm not afraid of anybody um other than god (laughs) but i think wrestlers judo players uh those types they're just they're they especially if they came up in that like i came up boxing people that come up in wrestling or it's just, it's such a main base to the game of MMA. But once I, when I get those opponents, it's like, okay, we got to definitely work on shit this right. camp. We got to really work on defense. We got to really um, get very precise with the game plan. The 5-5 five, five, as an amateur, that's MMA, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then did you ever do any pro boxing fights or any amateur boxing fights? Three, no. Okay, so are you focusing more on MMA or boxing at this moment? Uh, I am kind of focusing on MMA more. I feel like I gotta finish what I started in a sense. You know, right. I haven't even gone pro. I haven't even like, gone there yet. So, yeah. So how are you balancing this and then you're the real estate agent now in Vegas. So if anyone needs a home, hit up McCubbin. Your home, your destiny. <laughs> Interest rates you. are cheap right now, guys. <laughs> COVID really rates. They really are. <laughs> Buy a house. <laughs> Holla at me. <laughs> so how are you balancing all this? Do you have anything, any special coffee. thing you do? <laughs> coffee. Is that coffee in there? Yes. <laughs> coffee and bagels. Guys, it's <laughs> eight at night. She's drinking coffee. <laughs> so oh, she's, she's committed. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely a grind, like literally from morning to night. And don't. when I first moved here, I just trained full time. And that, that life is much easier. In MMA, shit happens. Your body doesn't hold up all the time, and you know, there was times when I had I had I was dealing with a really serious injury, and it had me out for a while. And so it kind of made me have to reflect and ask myself, what are you gonna do if this doesn't fucking pull through? So that's when I was like, so when during the time that I was out, I was like, okay, well I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna go to real estate school, got my license, and a couple months later I took a fight. So my last fight during my camp, 
I got my first two like legit clients. So I was juggling my fight camp that I haven't I hadn't fought in so long. So I was juggling a fight camp that I haven't even you know gone through those emotions or anything in forever. And then on top of that, I was taking care of my new clients. So it was it was definitely um, a lot, and it was a it was a challenge for myself. And I got to really test myself, and um, I was, I, made, I made myself proud. Like I was able to yeah. And real estate isn't easy to pass that fucking test. Yeah. So if you could say anything to your past self, what would you say? If you could go back. I would just tell myself that God put me here to do way more than I was doing and that there's a future, a big future to just keep pushing. (laughs) Keep on pushing. Yep, keep pushing. And what would you say is your best advice to people that, any type of fighters, anybody that wants to do this or is doing it? If you're going to do it, do it. Don't don't half-ass it because it's it's a lifestyle. Fighting isn't a game. So if you're going to do it, do it. Right. You know, go all in. So we can look for you, hopefully in the February. I feel like you're going to take it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to see a post next week. Like, prep it for my next fight. Angie Martinez gave me the juju. Yep. <laughs> if you need a house, or you know anybody that needs a house? She got the keys. Me. I got you. She got the keys. keys, keys. <laughs> we don't match you right. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time, and peace out. Need to finish that. No go on my feet to care. I gave enough time to catch up, but I'm here, let me get it back.